Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of Jen and Millie. Before we start, I just apologize to Tess for smelling like coconut macaroon. And I shouldn't have apologized because I will never apologize for smelling like coconut. I love all things coconut. Um, but welcome to episode 31 of Jen and Millie, where a Gen Xer and a millennial share the strength based perspective through which they view the world. We're your hosts, Allison and Tess. Awesome. And so I said, not only do you not need to uh, apologize because of that, I also just ate a coconut macaroon, so my uh, uh, breath smells equally as coconutty. <laughs> so I think um, a little gratitude to all the wonderful people who bring treats to us around this time of year and any time of year. Um, yeah. That was, as I've been in the middle of practicing um, 30 days of kindness, um, bringing treats to others is a really simple act of kindness, but the joy that it brings. Yeah. I mean, when we come around the corner, um, our office setup, we are the last two desks before you get to the little kitchenette. It's not really even a kitchenette. Um, the closet with a microwave the, and a fridge. Yeah, a closet with a microwave <laughs> and a fridge. I think the delight that we get to witness or the anticipation when people mm-hmm. go to this part of the office and then when they, they're like, oh, <laughs> macaroons, um, I think spreading joy that way and kindness that way is just a really uh, positive mm-hmm. thing. I was actually thinking about ways that I can do that this weekend. Um, my mom just had knee surgery, her second knee surgery, and just thinking about what could I take or what could I do, the simplicity mm-hmm. of taking soup to someone, um, some of the random acts that are encouraged, um, and I learned about this through Maria Shriver's um, Sunday paper, which I, I love and I've, I've mm-hmm. talked about a couple times here already. Um, they have a, a different 30 days. I've seen some, um, like an advent calendar of kindness. But the simplicity of the act, um, I've really found a lot of joy in it. Uh, complimenting a stranger. Um, just really simple things that you can do. Um, yeah. So that's been a great way to start December. That's awesome. And so I have to, um, I've been waiting to tell you this story because uh, you challenged me a while ago to reach out to someone that was an influencer in my life. And actually, you're like raising your hands. I have not yet. But (laughs) I have a similar story of someone actually that has also heavily influenced me musically. Um, A um, worship pastor out of Atlanta, she published this, um, or she released this album called Preachers this year. Her name is Harvest. And she released the an album called Preachers this year. And it is just like reaching through yourself to grab a hold of your soul. Like I feel like her arm is just going through my body to get to my heart, to get to my soul. Every time I listen to one of these songs, it's powerful. It's That's not how music like, should be. It should it should be. And I think sometimes, you know, there's a lot of Christian music that's a little fluffy and I'm not a huge fan of. But this is like like I start crying when I listen to any song on this album. And so I've had it downloaded forever since it first came out. I think it came out in like February of this year or something. And, um, and I listened to it. I just remember like in, you know, on my way to just hard conversations or if I was having a bad day, it always would always be what I would turn to. Um, and I, um, last yesterday, uh, I got an email from Spotify and you can look at your year in review. And so I was looking back through it and I was taking like screenshots because I thought it was so funny because my, you know, top genre is indie and I listened to like, it said like 73% more 
non-mainstream bands than the average Spotify listener. And I'm like, yes, of course I do. I was so excited about that. And um, and then it um, one of the ones was, you know, your top album this year was Preachers by Harvest. And so I screenshotted it because I love to share about great music. And so I put it on my Instagram story. And I mm-hmm. said, if you have not heard of her yet, go listen. I don't care what you believe. The music is powerful. And she replied back. I tagged her in it. She replied back to my story. And um, she said, uh, she said, this is, or she said like beautiful. And then it was like a crying face emoji. And I was like, what? Like, so she replied, the artist replied back to my story. And so then I was like, okay, here's my opportunity to thank her. And so I sent her back this message and I just said thank you so much for your vulnerability she um, uh, shared very openly on a podcast when this was first released about um, her husband they had been married for a very short amount of time um, and then he ended up having an affair um, and she's very young she's in her 20s um, and so just having to walk through that in the public arena of the Christian space is very difficult and so she shared very openly about that and just shared a lot of like her her struggles and how a lot of these were just cries in the midst of struggles and I just so I just kind of replied and I said thank you so much you have no idea the impact your music makes like I know it's a very vulnerable place to be able to share a lot of what you've walked through but your music has helped me in tough times and you are having so much more of an impact than you ever than you probably even realize and so she replied back and was like oh my goodness thank you so much this is incredible and so it's like just like happy holidays and it was a short little message but to be able to have the opportunity to thank her I don't know that I would have reached out to her but the fact that she replied to my story um, that I tagged her in um, was just really, I think, a really cool thing to be able to thank her. And so kind of made me think of the uh, challenge that you have given to me, which I do plan and intend on doing. I just had okay. to get through finals week. I just submitted my last final at midnight this Yay. morning, 1230 Yay. this morning. So, um, yeah. I First <laughs> of all, I'm so glad that you did that because, okay, this is the power of the positive in social media. Mm-hmm. This is my belief about social media. It can, it can be really powerful. Yeah. So you're seeing artists, celebrities, actors, um, politicians, correspondents, people replying directly. Yeah. Which has kind of opened up our, our opportunities a little bit. Um, great segue into something I want to talk about here in a second about um, the power of social media and Gallup, um, the coaching um, group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I want us to talk about strengths related today. But I was thinking on a couple of things that you said. And by the way, we're going to add um, these things to the worth mentioning Pinterest board, um, Preacher's Harvest, the Advent and Kindness um, calendars. But I was thinking about your, your Spotify test. Because do you remember <laughs> one of our initial Jen and Millie's where you talked about people refer to your playlists or your your genre is depressing. Yep. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite Jen and Millie's because I said, don't you have to like get pumped up to come to work? <laughs> and you said, no, it's like depressing. And I think. <laughs> Not going it, to work is just to right, clarify. Right, right, right. No. But the music, you said the music. Um, and what I thought was so interesting about that is you're really proud of, you were, I noticed it on, um, on Instagram, on your story. You're proud of your Spotify uh-huh. And what I oh, saw yeah. on Twitter, and I know you're Twitterless, but what I saw on Twitter yesterday was, ugh, Spotify is showing the, my my music tastes. Mm. Like people who were embarrassed. 
Hmm. Music should move you like that. Yeah. And when you were talking about that artist, and I know this is a real stretch, you talk about the influence. It made me think of Avett Brothers. Mm-hmm. And every time that I've listened yeah. to them, and now I've heard their story, mm-hmm. it's powerful. It moves me because of their willingness to be raw and real yeah. and open about struggle. And, and um, there's a, a song, and I won't be able to think of it, but there's a song that they have that talks about, I think it's from Fisher Road to Hollywood is the name of the song. And it's the journey of watching other people choose in the music industry to wreck their bodies and wreck themselves mm-hmm. um, as almost a rite of passage and how they had to navigate through that yeah, and wow. stay true to their roots. Um, it's pretty powerful. Um, and by the way, they are coming to Pinewood. Yes, Bowl. I just saw that. I I'm actually, so excited. <laughs> I, I commented and um, mentioned my friend Jeremy Becker and added, holy crap, <laughs> to that because that is incredible. That's yeah. one of my favorite venues. Yeah. I've seen them now at Red Rocks. I've seen them at, at Stir Cove. But to mm-hmm. think about seeing them at Pinewood, Pinewood. is mm-hmm. on a Friday night in May is uh, pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so music should move you mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I hope that everybody has at least one artist that they feel that kind of connection mm-hmm. and that they'll tell them so. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that she responded. Um, I had a very similar experience, actually, because yes. I reached out um, to – Got a lot of notes here. Um, Listen to a podcast. Uh, Sound True is one of my favorite podcasts with uh, Tammy Simon. Um, For those of you who know me, it's a little bit out there, and I love it. Um, She has had some great interviews, and she most recently did an interview with Van Jones. And Van Jones is a a correspondent um, and a journalist, and I'll encourage you to uh, look him up. But one of the things that I loved about this podcast, it completely caught me off guard, and he talked about, and this ties in so well, we don't, we don't script any of these, and yet it just flows, um, connectedness. <laughs> the difference between spirituality versus soulfulness. Hmm. And spirituality is almost referred to as this exalted state, this state of um, joy, and it's positive. Mm-hmm. Soulfulness is grounded in the tough stuff. Yeah. The, the hallelujah anyhow. Um, is what he talks about. Um, you won't steal my joy. You won't steal my self-worth. Um, yeah. No matter the struggle, my soul is present, the mm-hmm. soulfulness, the difference between that. And then he talked about very specifically, um, there are a whole lot of people having a worse day than you. And so mm-hmm. for those who are saying, oh, this is too much, uh, the current state of, of our, our nation, I, I can't get involved in conversations, it's overwhelming, it's, it, my emotions can't handle it. He said, get over it, mm-hmm. because there are people having a much worse day than you. And then it made me think about, um, and his statement was, I can do more, I can do more. So he might spend part of his day at the White House and part of his day in a prison. Talking and hearing and listening, and he talked about who he follows on social media. Hmm. His he's, he referred to his social media as a train wreck because he follows. This is a um, you know a CNN correspondent who follows white supremacists, who follows uh, people who think differently than he does. Because yeah. he said when it comes time for us to resolve conflict, I better be able to know yeah. the perspective that Ooh, they bring. It was so good. powerful. And then he talked about I can do more. I can do more. He said it was, it's cheap and easy and self-serving to talk about your views with those who support them. Ooh, 
Wow. And I loved it so much, and it made me think about some of the conversations that we've had, and then it made me think of John O'Leary, which is another one of my favorite podcasts, and I just recently... I'll get to my point here in a second. <laughs> I just recently listened to John O'Leary's podcast um, with a gentleman who is a, um, I think his position was within the army, um, had some really difficult things happen to him in Iraq and decided to come back and start a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll share a little bit about his work here later on. But um, during that podcast, I was so moved at his decision he said, you know, you can you can accept trauma or a difficult situation and just stop right there, or you can do something with it. So John O'Leary, um, he's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, he has it's called Live Inspired, but also he has a book called um, On Fire. I've seen him um, speak. He's he's a phenomenal motivational speaker. But what I love about John O'Leary is he talks about waking up in the morning in gratitude, which I I believe is a practice. Mm-hmm. But his question that he asks every day when he wakes up is, why me? Why me, meaning what do I have to give? So why me Yeah. in what I can do today? What more can I do? What more can I give? And so both of these moved me so much that I got on the Twitter machine. And I know your um, Twitter list test is, okay. is what we often say. Um, that's Jay Wright. That's Sir Jay Wright's um Refer, um, reference. I don't want to take credit for it. Twitter list test came from Sergey Wright, and it's our belief that if we could actually get tests onto Twitter, I mean, I think I can accomplish anything if that would happen. But um, so I mentioned, I reached out, noticing um, that all of these um, podcasts have a Twitter account. So I went to that particular reference, and on the Van Jones interview, I said this was so good that I listened twice, took notes the second time. Thank you. I'm working harder on my own soulfulness as a result of this conversation. And Van Jones, the Van Jones, liked it. (laughs) And that made me feel tremendously heard. It was kind of, I mean, I thought, you know, maybe he has an assistant who sits around and looks at his... um, Twitter feed for it. I mean, maybe so. And if that's the case, then okay. Um, but then I did the same thing with um, John O'Leary. John O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find it here by looking at this. I reached out and specifically said how much that meant to me. And um, I'll find it exactly. And I won't be able to find it exactly. Um, Can you cut this part out? I want this to sound so seamless and smooth because it's so perfect right now. Um, I'm not good at editing yet. Okay, so John O'Leary. Yeah, and by the way, his most recent is Bob Goff. Yes, classic. Um, So I can't wait to talk about that next. Um, But here it is. Jake. I was so moved by, okay, so it's after four tours as a Marine, Jake Nuru realized that sustainable victories in war can't be achieved without exterminating the actual causes that lead to terrorism. He founded I Am Nuru to do just that. And in his Monday motivation, he shares his story and impact. And I commented, which I can't <laughs> Well, I commented. Um, I can't see it right now, but I did. I commented. And what kind of blew me away was 
I, I mean, I felt so moved to say thank you. Mm-hmm. And then Jake liked it. Hmm. And okay, I know we get really caught up. This is going to sound so ridiculous. We get really caught up in likes and and social media popularity and how it disconnects us. But there are times when it doesn't. There are times yeah. when it truly connects us and it makes us feel part of something bigger, but also connected to think people. I think that we would see out of our realm yes. of communicating with yep. or connecting to. So when we are bold and brave and say, I mean, I noticed Dak Shepard, he responds to every single tweet. Wow. He, re- he responds to it. When we can feel a sense of connection, we see so many podcasts right now. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. And people willing to say, I want to tell you about my journey. I want mm-hmm. to tell you what I've learned and how I'm trying to yeah. make my universe, my community, a better place. What I loved, uh, a quote from Van Jones, he talked about the practices of of you know yoga and meditation and um, talked even a little bit about um, how we treat one another, golden rule. It's mm-hmm. a lot to get from the mat. So in yoga practice, you talk a lot about leave it on the mat, mm-hmm. here in the mat, what do you do after the mat? So from the, your mat to your kitchen table mm-hmm. and then from your kitchen table to the outside world. Wow. And what does that look like? And how, what a big leap of courage and a big leap of faith that requires. Mm-hmm. So to take my morning meditation and to take my practice and my gratitude and take it to my kitchen table, my own, my mm-hmm. own backyard, I have to do that before I can take it out to the rest of the world. So um, I think it's a great social media can be positive, I know. as we have seen. I know. I think it was it was interesting for me because I felt like even with that reply from Harvest, I the I was so surprised at how simple it was. Like I've direct messaged so many people, right? My friends that reply to my stories or people, you know. But f- for her to do the same, I was like, of course she can direct message on her Instagram because we have the same access on Instagram, right? You're like equal mm-hmm. humans. Yep. So it was really cool to be able to just talk with her and for her to use the same emojis that I did. I mean, I'm not definitely, I don't fangirl a whole lot, but I fangirl around like people that I really respect, like Mike Geringer, director of research at Mentor. I fangirl around him Um, and Harvest. And there aren't very, a whole lot of other people. Most people, I'm like, when I first met Tom Osborne, I thought he was offensive because he didn't introduce himself. Like that's, you know, but it was just kind of... Because you had no idea who I had no he was. idea who he was. Um, and even if I did, I don't know if that would have made a big difference because I'm not a big football person, right. which might be blasphemous. I apologize to everyone listening. Um, but uh, for for to engage in a conversation, just a very simple conversation over direct message with someone that I really respect and look up to, um, was really, was really cool because you're right. There's as, as difficult and, um, sometimes destructive social media can be, it actually connects people, I think in a really powerful way as well. Um, when we choose to see it from that perspective. So, and it all comes back to recognition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, if I, if I like something on your Instagram story or wh- wherever you post, I try to acknowledge in a way that says, I hear you. There must be a reason that you're sharing this. Yeah. Um, I think when I saw your Spotify story, I responded with, of course you do. <laughs> Something about your love for it, of course you do. Um, but I also, back to Tom, uh, I when I first started with teammates, I don't know very much about football. But one of the things that I learned very early on is that Tom is really good at recognition. Mm-hmm. 
and direct message and picking up the phone and making a phone call to say welcome to the team. Um, When I got that phone call from him, I was sitting at a former job in my office. um, had a really pretty office um, (laughs) with all of my artwork around me. And the phone rang, and um, the person on the other line said, Hi, Allison, this is Tom Osborne. (laughs) And I almost said some things that... (laughs) I thought it was my friend Brent who, um, our friends Brent and Monica were really, we had a couple pranking that went on. So much joy in couple pranking. I mean, we we did lots of things like that. And I thought it was Brent pranking me. Hmm. And he just said, I just want to welcome you. We look forward to having you be part of the team. I mean, and that was almost 10 years ago. And then what I notice is um, he's very deliberate about sending an email to say, Thank Thank you you. for this. Mm -hmm. Or give credit. Um, In his book, the conversation that he had with me about strengths, he he spells my name right (laughs) and and gives me credit in that dialogue. And I think it all comes back to recognition. So in this season of giving and kindness and all kinds of things, I want people to stretch. Mm -hmm. I want people to stretch and think about what ways can you recognize under the guise of kindness, under the guise of gratitude, under, I didn't even say gratitude, gratitude. under the guise of gratitude, (laughs) under whatever you want to put it in, Mm -hmm. but stretch yourself to reach out and to name something right about someone. This is what strength-based philosophy really is. Mm -hmm. And it's times that we can look at someone else and say, I want to stretch to see and recognize in you Mm -hmm. what I notice. Um, I had an interaction last night um, with the clerk at Shopco, um, who the lady in front of me, uh, you know, I hope none of you are listening, but the lady in front of me was really giving him a hard time about a coupon that had expired the day before. And then she said that she'd heard over the intercom that they were giving $10 off of $50 purchases. And he was probably, I want to guess, between 18 and 23, and trying so hard, I mean, so hard to give good customer service. And she just, she wasn't being rude, but she was just pushing that envelope just at the edge of almost um, disrespect. And it was so hard for me to witness. And so when I got up there, I just said to him, um, I can't imagine how crazy it is this time of year. Mm -hmm. And he said, and we're more strict on coupons this time of year than ever. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, thank you. But I I just think, come on, everybody. Stretch a little bit. Um, <clears throat> for every job, there's someone that loves to do it. But also, for every job, there's probably someone that's in it, not for the same reasons. Yeah. And this time of year, I think we could really be grateful and appreciative. Um, I um, shared this with the office staff, but I was involved in an accident on Sunday. And the grace and gratitude that I have about the fact that I'm here is huge, and no one was hurt. Um, but everyone involved. So I was so grateful for this extremely busy um, tow truck guy who pulled up and got, I mean, he was so nice. And he knew that I was, this was, I mean, the next morning as we're waiting on the tow, he knew, he knew I was still shaken. And I think I repeatedly said, oh, I love that car. Oh, you know, I love that car. So, you know, and he has, he had a pierced nose in the middle he had tattoos on his face. He had tattoos on his neck. Um, he looked like a pretty tough dude. And he extended so much empathy to me. Mm-hmm. 
And when it came time to tow it, the whole front end is, you know, completely smashed. She said, um, this is not going to be pretty. And maybe you don't want to watch this. Oh. So you're okay to go. I have everything that I need. Here's where I'm taking it. And, you know, here's all the information. Um, but maybe you don't want to, to see this. And I thought, gosh, you know, he could have just yanked it out there. Mm. And he was so thoughtful. Now, if I would have judged him based on the way he walked up and how busy he was, and, I mean, he was yeah. talking about how many toes they had on Sunday, but I just think everybody is in their own battle, joy, struggle, mm-hmm. sunshine. We, If we could just be more cognizant of that, the world might be a better place. For sure. So good for you that you reached out <laughs> to someone that makes your world a better place. Yeah. And that connects your heart and soul um, in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And it realigns you with your purpose, Tess. Yeah. Someone else's purpose realigns you with yours. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that incredible? Yeah. If we, I mean, and I think of all these podcasts I've been listening to. So Van Jones' purpose has realigned me to mine. And John O'Leary's purpose has realigned him to the work <clears throat> that another person is doing and another person is doing. And then it realigns me to mine and I'm inspired mm-hmm. by that. So I think the drudgery and treasury of day-to-day life can get in the way of us recognizing yeah, that. For sure. For sure. I love that. Hmm. All righty. Well, for the other thing we wanted to do today, you want to talk a little bit about strengths mantras, right? Yep. We should right? talk a little bit about strengths on here every once in a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like we did. That was all connected. We did. That was all connected. <laughs> Even I will admit. Okay, so my connectedness, the spot, strength spot that I want to do for um, that situation with the um, with the um, artist is that my pastor's wife reached out, and they're from Georgia, and they know her. They've met her before, and actually, they said another gal in our church, um, her name is Annie. She has been back from being a missionary for about 10 years in India, and she got kicked out of the country because they are less being becoming very very strict on their visas and um so she had to like up and leave her home in india that she created but she met harvest in india and now they're very good friends and i know like i'm like oh my gosh two degrees of separation like i'm not even joking like see that all the time like and i know annie pretty well i've gotten to know her since she's come back from india and she's very good friends with Harvest. Isn't that crazy? Okay, but think about how the fact that your connectedness, individualization, willing heart yeah. makes that knowledge possible. Yeah. Very if true. you weren't talking about this, mm-hmm. if you weren't sharing about this, yeah. and being in your experience, none of those dots would be yeah. connected. Very true. I didn't tell Harvest because I didn't want to be a creeper and say, hey, I heard you're friends true, with this I'm girl. a real fan girl. Like, I'm a real fan girl. No, definitely not. Boundaries. Do you, fo- <laughs> do you follow Michael? Um, Garinger? on any social media yet no he's on twitter oh that's not gonna sorry help me get there i'm sorry (laughs) he did just start a podcast though um reflections on research that you can find you didn't know that no oh my gosh so he's interviewed dubois and um renee spencer has been on there all the great um mentoring research people he's featured including a lot of other people as well and so um, michael geringer's new podcast reflections on research and i found it and i don't know if it's on most podcasting platforms but i know there are embedded audio links in the national mentor resource center national mentoring resource center site so we'll link that on our worth mentioning page as well um got it 
Heather. So we have it. But yeah, he was talking about it when I um, heard him speak at the Iowa Mentoring Summit in um, October. And I asked, I was like, where is this? I can't find this podcast. And he said, oh, I'm not ready to publish yet. And so (laughs) I was like, I get you. I will, I'll add that. Um, Something else I want to mention before I forget and get into this. Um, I just sent uh, Young Pueblo's book inward to my to my girls, um, and I love sent. I I am so joyful about sending things in the mail, and shout out to the Gretna Post Office that always makes it a very positive experience <laughs> for me. Between that and the High V Postal, it's just joyous. I've had some not joyous experiences in other locations, yeah. and so. I loved that I could go in to my local post office and find a Santa mailer and put this new read. Every year I send the girls a new read um, and send this new read to the girl. And I'll read it at the same time. So we get to experience the same kind of ahas and moments. And I literally have one of the most incredible tribes of friends around me. And sometimes I don't even realize how lucky I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a a text from, um, I call her Katie Babe. Um, and that's what I put on her, on her envelope, Katie, babe, as if it's, you know, the post office will know that. Yep. Um, so she sent me this on Wednesday and she probably had no idea how much I needed it, but it's a quote. Um, as you get older, you just, you really just want to be surrounded by good people, people who are good for you, good to you and good for your soul. Hmm. And it was a Snoop Dogg post. (laughs) She said, I saw this Snoop Dogg post, and I thought of you. And I had to read it, like, four times. I'm like, snoppy dog. I'm like, this can't be Snoop Dogg. And I said, oh, you are one of those people in my life. And she is. And I just want to give a shout-out to the great work that she's doing. Um, The nonprofit that she and her friend Shanna created, XPOW, which is the Exponential Power of Women, is doing all kinds of awesome giving events right now um, in the Dallas area, Toys for Tots and and meal deliveries. And I'm just so incredibly amazed at what they're doing. And it was two women who said, I want to make a difference. So we will. And... um, the fact that she thought of me when she saw that, I, I thought that was wonderful. And then um, last night, um, my sister-in-law, Jess, who seems to have some kind of, of magic awareness of when I need a message of encouragement, mm-hmm. um, she was she reminded me that my example of gratitude and um, wanting to be in joy was something that she used in a moment. and. I just don't think that we always think about our influence and so how we choose um, to make our days count it's really important so when I was looking at uh, social media last night I noticed on Gallup's called is it called to coach I want to get this right Um, yep it's Gallup's called to coach it's their Facebook page and I mean just absolutely awesome um, we learn a lot from there, um, I think. So the, the post was, post your Clifton Strength slogan based on your top five. Um, no offense to Debbie who made this post, but I'm not a fan of the word slogan. I don't know why, um, but I think it sounds markety. So I like mantra. <laughs> Let's all strengths. Let's all strengths spot a little bit there. I prefer the phrase mantra. 
And so I've, I've just kind of relished in looking at um, some of these. Um, Becca, see the future and make it happen. She has futuristic as her number one mm-hmm. and activator is her number six. And then talks about competition, focus, command, strategic in between. Mm-hmm. Um, inspiring you in your vision and the positive actions needed to conquer success. That's a communication, woo, futuristic, positivity, activator. I I just loved it. Um, (laughs) And then here's my post, Tess. This is the Jen and Millie topic tomorrow. So it reminded me of a um, one of this was actually an assignment that I had in um, some of my coursework for Gallup when I got my um, certificate in strength-based education. You take your top five strengths and you choose no more than one to three words that describe you uniquely in reference to that strength. And then you craft these words into a mantra. This was hands down the easiest assignment I've ever had. I bet I did this in less than a minute and a half. Mm. So again, my top five are input, communication, strategic, woo, and empathy. And so my strengths mantra, passionately curious, expressing thoughts out loud to find pathways, expand circles, and open hearts. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. And it was so easy. Um, Might be my communication, but it was so easy for me to put. It's did you love doing haikus? Did no, we assign that? Especially. Oh, yes. I I just love writing, and I loved haikus because they gave me specifics. Hmm. It made me say, "I have to have this many words. This has to be crafted this way." And what I loved about building a strengths mantra, no more than one to three words describing each one of the strengths. But then the the opportunity I had to make them flow together. Yeah. That was on me. That's and powerful. to choose the words. One of the things that I've noticed since we started doing a podcast is that I say um a lot, and that's a complete waste of breath and of everyone's time. So oh one of the things that I posted on Pinterest recently, I'm a big fan of Pinterest, but one of the, um, there I did it again. I have a, a Pinterest board called Words. Sure. And so words that describe someone's voice, huh. um, words that you can use that are not boring. <laughs> I like that. It, it was just, I thought it was absolute, well, first of all, so me, but 16 boring words and what to use instead. So instead of pretty, beautiful, lovely, glamorous, attractive, elegant, cute, handsome, striking, fair, instead of smart, witty, bright, quick-witted, knowledgeable, intelligent, clever, ingenious, sharp, brainy, brilliant, gifted, wise, instead of laughed, and I really struggle with some of these. I prefer laugh. Do you have words that you dislike? I hate that word. And I also hate chortled and chuckled. You just Hmm. laughed. Instead of like, love, admire, appreciate, fancy, adore, fancy. I might start using that word more often. (laughs) Cherish, favor, enjoy, treasure. Instead of happy, glad, and then they spelled jovial wrong. (laughs) Jubilant, joyful, thrilled, cheerful, merry. Merry, Mary Mary was what I put on quite contrary the um, the book that I sent to the girls the return address is Mary Mary and then my address (laughs) instead of good pleasant marvelous delightful wonderful splendid grand amazing excellent Mm. so one of the things I want to work on is not saying um which is a waste of breath and time and language and also work on the word awesome because I say awesome a lot (laughs) and I think when I say it I mean it so much but because I say it so often people don't get how much I mean it delineates it yep yes Hmm. 
Interesting. Strengths mantra test. Okay, so I have never formally done this activity, but as we were talking, my memory was jotted back to one of the ambassador's homework that we had. And I felt like I write, wrote a little bit of what we would consider a strengths mantra. Context. So in the, yeah, my context is coming out. So in the very first one, we had the our very first ambassadors, which was a, um, a learning, extended learning opportunity we had um, for program coordinators and staff members um, that were really strengths champions in their community that was facilitated by Gallup. And so I went through it in 2016, spring of 2016, and after the first... Um, webinar there was the homework of reading our signature reports um, uh, selecting a theme that best describes the contribution you are currently giving and then what theme is it and how does it help you contribute and I talked about being a senior in college how I um, was I said chronically plagued with the ever-present question what are you doing after graduation and although I have a fairly, I had a fairly good idea of what I wanted to do, a lot of my friends didn't. And so I would have friends that would come to me and ask me, what am I supposed to do? And a lot of them would ask me for advice or thoughts on what I thought they would be good at. And so, um, you know, long story short, um, I wrote this in terms of describing all of that and talking with friends and helping them see their strengths and what they might be good at. Um, I said, so long story short, I love learning a person's story to understand their uniqueness in order to guide them down the path that would allow them to flourish, all the while seeing how different life experiences can change that person, shifting the course of their path. So let's go back, and I want you to read that and interject your strengths, because it's a strengths mantra. It is, yep. So I actually interjected those in the email response. I just um, uh, removed those from how I, um, when I just read them. So I said, I love learning, learner, a person's story, context, to understand their uniqueness, individualization, in order to guide them down the path, strategic, that would allow them to flourish, all the while seeing how different life experiences can change that person, shifting the course of their path, adaptability. How much time do you think you spent on that? I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Ten minutes. Okay, so this is so, (laughs) and it's beautiful. It's And it completely describes your strengths in such a meaningful way. So I'm going to challenge our group uh, of listeners. Create a strengths mantra or a slogan or whatever word you want to use to describe it. But how do your top five sound to you and can you weave that together in a sentence or a paragraph or a description or a haiku or a mantra and this would be a great activity for a mentor and mentee to do together yes how much fun Mm -hmm. would that be be so great Hmm. so um we'll put the so we will put this (laughs) on the pinterest board worth mentioning and on our Instagram page as well. And our Instagram page. Do you want to talk a little bit about what's coming up with our Instagram Live? Yes. So Because I have no idea how it's um, going to work. I, yes. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find the last email you sent to know the date. Um, I will be able to find Allie that. will be able to find that. So for our last episode of this 2018 calendar year, Allie and I have decided that we want to do a very open and interactive 
episode where we actually, while in the midst of recording, we actually are also going to be doing this on Instagram Live. So you'll be able to catch the recorded version because we'll be recording it, but we're also just going to set up Instagram Live at the same time so you can access the episode live with us. Um, We have, it is scheduled for December 17th at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And what we're going to do during that is a no holds bar question and answer period. So Uh, in preparation, we would love for you to send us any question that you would like us to answer. Um, If it's a, it could be a personal question, it could be a, about our lives, it could be about the strengths-based perspective through which we view the world, Um, it could be about our roles, it could be about teammates, it could be about our generations, our strengths, what we think about a certain strength. So anything that you want to know, we cover a ton of topics on this podcast, and we love to talk about random questions. It's Allie greatest gift is answering um is is getting questions receiving questions asking and receiving asking and receiving and i love to see if i can come up with the knowledge if it's filtered somewhere back in my brain that i can pull out um for sure my context um and so we would love for you to just interact with us in that in a great way so send us your questions ahead of time or um please send us your questions ahead of time we would love that but also join us um live december 17th at 1 p.m central state time. This is in the year 2018 if you are catching a recorded version at a later time. Um, so we will be there featured on Instagram Live and you'll also be able to find the recorded version later. So please send us your questions, send us your thoughts, send us any musings you have that you just want us to expand more on. Uh, we would love to really interact with you and help you to understand where you all um, are coming from in terms of what you want us to cover. So anything else to add? Um, I think it'll be exciting. One o'clock, right? One o'clock central. Yep. That'll be a fun time also because it's the week before the holidays. Yep. And I think our holiday edition honors the gifts that we bring, but we also would like to honor the gifts that you bring as listeners. So mm-hmm. um, not just bringing your questions, but bring how you're implementing strengths in your own world. Yeah. Maybe you create a strengths mantra and you hold on to it until the 17th and then you... Um, you let us know about it. Mm -hmm. I think this will be so fascinating to me because I've not done anything with social media live. It panics me (laughs) in a very high level. I'm already sweating because what I have not known how to do, I tend to, if I don't think I'll be good at it, we talked about this last time, Mm -hmm. go back to the way that I've done things. So we also are, um, for those of you who are listening and are part of our um, strengths webinars as a strengths program coordinator, I'm excited about our January webinar where we're talking about recognition. Yep. So what creative ways can we honor mentors during National Mentoring Month and talk about recognition specifically through the lens of strengths? Um, we're excited about that. Um, I think that one of the things that we've learned so much in the podcast world is that this is an opportunity for us to learn in the moment as we're doing this. Yeah. We don't prep for this. No. Tess, I am so grateful for your diligence and your commitment and your tireless efforts in learning how to run the microphone, how to get the recordings to work, because I know that it's we've had challenges. Yeah. We've been humbled by this experience. For sure. So very grateful for those of you who have been patient with us and have listened with us. 
Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Kind of in conclusion, we would love to continue the conversation around recognition. I know our takeaway from last um, the week 30 episode was regarding offering meaningful recognition to someone in your life. And so I think we want to challenge you to take that a step further um, with homework from this episode is to really offer meaningful recognition to someone that's beyond your comfort zone of normal recognition. So who is someone that impacts your life that you have never told them that they do, even if you know them, um, even if you don't know them, uh, we would encourage you to take a bold step, a courageous step in offering recognition to them. Um, I will say for listeners, mine was a little bit too easy because that person reached out to me and then I got to offer meaningful recognition. So I'm going to challenge myself to offer meaningful recognition to my favorite podcaster um, whom I have never reached out to that Allie has been telling me over and over again to reach out to. And I loved the the phrase that you said in this episode um, that I loved the most was who makes your world a better place and he definitely does and so I'm going to reach out to him and let him know that so we want to ask you that question who makes your world a better place and uh, take a courageous step in writing them a note drafting them an email shooting them a direct message on a social media site and tell them that um, because we never know how much that recognition can impact them and then um, secondly, we would love for you to work on crafting a strengths mantra. So we'll send some instructions, um, but kind of your base instructions is think about your top five strengths. Um, and then from there, choose no more than one to three words that describe you uniquely in reference to each of those strengths. And then craft these words into some sort of mantra where it flows together about kind of what you do, maybe who you impact and how you impact them. A little bit aligned with um, kind of purpose statement exercise. Um, but really around strengths and you can call it a slogan or a mantra or a um, life statement or purpose strengths purpose statement Um, whatever you would however you would like to call that we'll give you freedom for that Um, but we'll give you some instructions on our Instagram account as well to do those follow-up pieces Um, so we want to thank you all for tuning in to episode 31 of Jen and Millie We're new to the podcasting world still, so give us a rating and review on your platform of choice. And then we'd love for you to interact with us, um, share responses to the questions, or share with us your strengths mantra when you formulate it um, by uh, by following us on Instagram at Jen and Millie. That's at G-E-N-N-A-N-D-M-I-L-L-I-E. Until next time.